0: It has been a polarizing election here for the highest office in Indonesia's capital and with religion playing an unprecedented role, many fear that the outcome has not only been determined by the quality of the candidate but also by his belief. The moment of victory for Anis Baswedan, the Indonesian Muslim scholar celebrating as he took the lead to become the next governor of the capital, Jakarta. Jakarta governor, Anis Baswedan, came into office in October 2017 after winning a divisive gubernatorial election, which led to the spectacular downfall of incumbent governor Bazuki Parnama, or Ahok. Anis, the grandson of an independence fighter and Indonesian national hero, is known to be ambitious. Filling the governor's seat is widely seen as a move to elevate his profile and be a stepping stone for a presidential bid in 2024. President Widodo's second term will end that year, and he's unable to run for a third term under the current law. Widodo also used the governor's seat to propel himself into the 2014 presidential race after just two years in office. This is Indonesia in 10, where we break down important issues and topics in under 10 minutes. I'm Sean Corrigan. Anis is now halfway through his first five-year term and has been adding more high-profile visits in an attempt to better position himself for a presidential bid in 2024. In fact, according to several early surveys, Anis places high on the list when it comes to name recognition as a presidential candidate, and many news outlets place him as a top contender despite having a lackluster performance as governor. Although Anis may have high name recognition, ambitions for the presidency will likely be difficult to fulfill. His controversial, divisive campaign, which led to his victory in 2017, will also come back to haunt him. Anis' term will conclude in 2022, and despite only serving one term as governor, he will not be allowed to run for re-election when that term ends. In fact, there won't be a gubernatorial election at all in Jakarta in 2022, according to a 2016 law on local elections. The election instead will be pushed to 2024 as part of the government's effort to transition all elections in the country to be conducted concurrently or on the same day, rather than being scattered across different years. Rather than having an election in 2022, the Minister of Home Affairs will appoint an interim governor to fill the almost two-year gap between elections. Tito Karnavian is the current Minister of Home Affairs and a close ally of Jokowi. Tito himself is said to have his own presidential ambitions, and he was appointed as minister in October last year. As of October 2022, Anis will lose his strategic position, power as governor, and his public exposure will be drastically reduced at an important time two years before the election, keeping him out of the public's eye at a crucial period. Now, this is not the first time that a potential candidate has been, quote-unquote, neutralized. The former TNI commander, General Gatot Normantio, a potential Jokowi rival, experienced a similar situation in the run-up to the 2019 presidential election, when President Jokowi made the preemptive move to replace Gatot with General Hadi Chayanto as TNI chief in December 2017, even though Gatot was scheduled to retire in mid-2018. This left Gatot with little influence or power in the run up to the presidential election in 2019. He eventually did not run and was barely visible during that election. Identity politics played a major role in Anis's campaign in the 2017 Jakarta election, which brought down Ahok, Jokowi's former deputy governor, friend, and staunch ally. In fact, Ahok's downfall in the use of identity politics sent shockwaves through the presidential palace and through Jokowi himself, which led the president to strengthen his Islamic credentials as well as isolate or sideline his opponents and reset political strategies. <music> Jokowi will use his political power and influence to ensure that Anies will be blocked going forward, and a new interim governor will be a key ally and even could be his or PDIP's favorite gubernatorial candidate in the next election, or perhaps a presidential candidate to continue Jokowi's national policies beyond 2024. One thing is certain, Jokowi won't forget what happened in the 2017 Jakarta election. This is Indonesia in 10. I'm Sean Corgan. Get all of our updates and articles at indonesiaindepth.com. Send your questions and feedback to info at Follow my LinkedIn for additional insights and follow us on Twitter at Indoindepth. All the links are in the episode description. Thank you for listening.